Little Detours with Regina Brett, where in 10 minutes or less, you get tips, tools, and takeaways to help you love yourself, your life, and everyone in it. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, Regina Brett. On Vocations Day in grade school, I always ducked. The principal at Immaculate Conception School would announce that Father So-and-so was going to talk to us about choosing a vocation. In honesty, there were only two choices, to become a nun or a priest. I dreaded the talk. The priest paced the room, scanning our faces for halos. He told us some boys and girls in this room had a calling, a vocation, to do something special with their lives. I would slide behind the kid in front of me so the priest wouldn't choose me, and neither would God. If God didn't see me, he wouldn't pick me to be a nun. I didn't want to wear a habit and tuck my hair into that contraption the Dominican nuns wore on their heads that left only their face showing. On recruitment day, the choices were simple. Choose God or choose the world. The only way to serve God completely was to be in a religious order. There were so many to choose from. Franciscan, Jesuit, marrying old priests, Ursuline, Dominican, or incarnate word nuns. They even had a brochure to attract recruits like the army. As far as I know, no one in my class got the calling. We went on to choose normal jobs and lives, to date, to marry, to have children, and not always in that order, myself included. I sometimes wondered whether we were choosing second best, choosing the world over God. We didn't have vocations and callings. We opted for jobs and careers. It took me years to understand the concept of vocation, that we each had one, and that the choices weren't limited to religious orders, and that we weren't supposed to compare them or measure them against anyone else's. We are all in this world for something greater than self. We each have a mission, an assignment, a calling, a vocation that is ours and ours alone. The best description I ever read of vocation is by writer and minister Frederick Buechner in the book, Listening to Your Life, Daily Meditations with Frederick Buechner. He wrote, The place God calls you to is the place where your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. For years, I struggled to find mine. I wanted a life of meaning and purpose. I stumbled on a broken path of potholes and detours and orange construction barrels. I worked as a cashier dusting vitamins at a pharmacy, and then as a waitress. I wore a pink uniform and hairnet as a dietary worker at Robinson Memorial Hospital, putting prune whip on patients' trays. I gave first aid as an emergency medical technician. I picked up corpses for a funeral home. I collected speeding ticket fines and filled dockets as a court clerk. I typed up legal briefs as a secretary for the county public defender. I ran the front desk of an outpatient alcoholism treatment center. I counseled alcoholics and ran group therapy. I had a lot of different jobs. It took decades for me to end up as a writer doing what I loved. All the time I looked around me comparing my insights to everyone else's outsides. I wanted what others had simply because I didn't have it. They all had it so much easier, I whined. I wanted their lives. They looked so much better than mine. I stopped whining the day my fiancé cheated on me and handed back the ring. I was in my 20s and realized a man is not a financial plan. My future was up to me. That's when I went back to college and pursued my dream to be a writer. In time, I discovered 
that in God's economy, nothing is ever wasted. All those dead-end jobs prepare me for the job of my dreams in journalism. Being an EMT taught me to work on deadline. Picking up dead bodies taught me how to talk to grieving families. Working in the court system taught me how to read legal briefs and research criminal records for news stories. Counseling alcoholics taught me interviewing and listening skills that helped me develop the bullshit detector every reporter needs. All my jobs prepared me for life's assignment. I love to tell people I haven't worked since 1986. I get paid to write, to write. My vocation is to inspire people through writing. That is the place where my deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. I write to make people feel less alone. So what is your deep gladness? Where does it meet the world's deep hunger? Does it at all? That's what you need to discover. People who don't know my journey will say, you're so lucky. Luck? Grace, I'll credit, but not luck. You can compare yourself to those above you and whine, or compare yourself to those below you and gloat, or you can stay focused on that man or woman in the mirror and embrace his or her unique assignment with gratitude. So what is your assignment here? You can be anything. A doctor, lawyer, social worker, mayor, president, columnist. But why not find out what you are called to be? It doesn't matter what has happened to you. It matters what you do with what has happened to you. Life is like a poker game. You don't get to choose the cards you're dealt. But it's entirely up to you how to play the hand. One of my favorite lines in the movie Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets is when the great sage Dumbledore tells Harry, It is not our abilities that show what we truly are. It is our choices. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. It's up to you to decide what you're worth, how you matter, and how you make meaning in the world. No one else has your gifts, your set of talents, ideas, interests. You are an original, a masterpiece. Show the world the miracle you were created to be. Fake it till you make it, because we're all faking it. The greatest writers wake up every day gripped by fear that they'll never write another interesting word. The greatest business leaders wake up wondering whether today is the day the world will find out what great phonies they are. The greatest religious leaders struggle daily with faith. The greatest political leaders worry that each decision will cost them the next election. No one feels completely confident or secure. We just get moments of that. We're all afraid of making the mistake that will ruin our lives. There's probably no such thing. And even if we made every mistake we fear would ruin us, our lives wouldn't be ruined. They would just be changed. And probably for the better. We're all scared we're doing it wrong. That people don't like us. That we'll never be smart enough or good enough or successful enough or attractive enough. Don't fight it. Make it roller coaster scary. Enjoy the bumps, the wild turns, the ups, the downs, the almost lost my lunch lurches. Life will kick you around like a World Cup soccer ball. Keep your bounce. Enjoy the ride. Fear and excitement? They are BFFs. Stay in good company with them. Don't try to fill anyone else's shoes. The world doesn't need you to be Mother Teresa or Gandhi or Martin Luther King. The world needs you to be you. Thanks for listening to Little Detours with Regina Brett. I'm grateful you joined me, and I hope you keep coming back. You can subscribe to Little Detours with Regina Brett 
on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. And while you're there, please give me a rating and review so I can reach even more people. If you want more inspiration, head to my website, reginabrett.com. And while you're there, sign up to receive weekly inspiration for all of life's little detours. Thanks for listening. Now go make something possible. Thank you.